Welcome to Red Zone DFS with Vinny, Jimmy, and Joey. We got week nine. Is nine. that is that correct? I think it's nine. Oh, nine. nine. I just want to believe it's still like I just, <laughs> just want to believe. I want to believe it's still week four. This shit's going too fast. I'm not gonna lie. I, I just titled this NFL because uh, I forgot what week it was too. So don't feel bad. <laughs> the best week week nine i love it i love nine nine all right so we're gonna do the same thing we did last week because we powered through we won a lot of money last week so we're gonna go with our main stacks to start with then we're gonna go off with our receivers and then some one i'm sorry one off receivers then running backs tight ends and a quick defense rundown so we're gonna start with our stacks quarterback receivers here i'm gonna start us off at the top the most obvious one in Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bill stack against the most atrocious team the NFL has ever it seen. So bad. It's so bad. bad. And Buffalo I mean, is so good. Offense I mean, and defense. Anytime Geno Smith cards you up, it's time to stack against that team the, the next week out. <laughs> so Are you bad. sure Jacksonville wasn't looking ahead? <laughs> to what? <laughs> the off season? <laughs> Golf, exactly. The bye week, exactly. But Josh Allen, I don't know. I mean, Josh Allen's incredible, right? And his receivers are incredible. You even can go really mix match with your stacks this week. You can go with Emmanuel Sanders. You can go with Cole Beasley. You can go with Diggs. Um, You might even get our boy back at tight end with Dawson Knox this week. Sorry, we have some illegal street racing going on outside here. Yeah, Fast and the Furious (laughs) Twelve. Say Jesus. Um. But it gives us a lot of options there to stack. I really like, you know, even having Zach Moss in there. There's a lot of cheap options to go with Josh Allen where we can get a little creative this week. So, yeah, I know he's going to go. I mean, he's only projecting at like 9% right now as the highest on quarterback. The quarterbacks look pretty split this week with everybody. So I'm not going to be worried about ownership and just throw Josh Allen at the top for an easy 30 points. I'm right there with you. All right, I feel like Buffalo is the easiest <laughs> one, so we just want to get that out of the way. And then uh, next, Vinny. Yeah, so, oh. so Vinny yeah. got one teed up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll hit on him because you guys both don't play him, and I think he's always a strong play. So I'll just roll right back to Lamar uh, at 7,300. Um, I don't play him. You guys always bag on him. Never play Lamar. I do. Yeah. I, I play him. I just don't like it. All yeah. Right. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I like this spot for Lamar. Um, you know, he, he's he's obviously one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the league, right? Uh, he gets a Minnesota team that I think can absolutely, the defense especially, get carved up here on the road. Um, I like it for the sense that Minnesota, being that's not a primetime game, Kirk Cousins should play better uh, and be able to should. hopefully keep the pace up, um, which is awesome. As long as we don't get, you know, a Le'Veon Bell – Devontae Freeman, you know, freaking every other running back that was good five years ago scoring a touchdown. Lamar's got ceiling potential, I think, in this game. And it's a very stackable spot, right? You've got Andrews at tight end who's having an awesome year. Hollywood Brown's coming to his own. And then you've got Rashad Bateman, uh, who's solidifying himself as the number two receiver in that offense. So those three guys are all very stackable with him. Um, He's my number two uh, stack of the week, the the Ravens. Yeah, and I can see that game, you know, third, fourth quarter, you know, whatever yeah. team is down, you know, is going to start putting up numbers. And this team, they're going to be going at it back and forth, touchdowns back and forth, um, lead changes, the whole deal, I think so. Minnesota's pretty healthy now. 
Um, yeah. Hopefully they can get their shit together on offense and Kirk Cousins doesn't shit the bed. So the game does blow up. Yeah. And yeah, I do like the Lamar call. I like both offenses. And I don't think, you know, I obviously I'm attacking Minnesota's defense here, but I don't think Baltimore's defense is anything like right home about, right? They're not, I mean, they no. caught the Chargers in a weird slump. Um, they, they've won games, but like they're not, they're not, you know, unstoppable or anything like that or unbeatable. So, you know, I no. think it's definitely a game that could push the, the sky here as far as points. So, yeah, yeah, that's my number two stack. Cool. Jim. So, this is a guy that, you know, apparently everyone thinks that they're just washed up and they're done, um, which is kind of weird. Uh, but I'll just play the Chiefs, Chiefs stack because it's cheap now Dang. relative to what it used to be. I'll just play Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey and, and move on, right? So, you know, Andy Reid, and the reason why I'm going to go back to them is, look, we talked about it a little bit last week. Teams are going to continue to play that too high and take away the big splash play, right? Andy Reid is a really good coach. They're going to go back and look and say, okay, look, we we thought we could just, you know, pound our heads against a wall and that people couldn't hang with us. It's not the case right now. Um, I have faith that they're going to create a game plan that's going to allow them to do that against a very poor um, Green Bay defense. Uh, Green Bay's defense does not create a lot of pressure. Um, that's the one thing that's been giving Mahomes some some major issues. And, you know, I just think it's a spot where one of these weeks, I mean, they haven't been horrible, One, but one of these weeks they're going to explode. And when they do explode because they're not having a good year, they're not going to let their foot off the gas, right? They're just going to keep going. So that's if you're paying up for a stack, I like that a lot, um, and then I have a cheap one too. If you guys have a have a cheap stack, we can well, just I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay with my next one here. This is my second favorite, and it's Justin Herbert with the Chargers going against Philadelphia. That's a good one, Joe. Yeah, I mean they're they're priced down like crazy, and the reality is it's not their offense that's bad; it's their defense not being able to stop the run. Mm-hmm. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, last week is an absolute outlier against a Lions team that doesn't even deserve to be in the league. So. Philadelphia has probably, I think they have like the worst ADA in the league, plus the high, the worst um, completion percentage against yeah. them on their defense yeah. as well. Yeah, they're, they're worse than the they're worse than the Jaguars and the Lions in their pass defense actually. So Justin That's Herbert at seven K, yeah. So Justin Herbert at seven K. I know Mike Williams has been banged up, but I can see Keenan Allen getting like fifteen plus catches. Maybe some Jared Cook, Austin Eckler. Eckler's healthy this week. Yeah. Um, and who knows? You might even throw a dart. I'm, I'm going away from doing the really low receiver. But even with the Jalen Guyton with Mike Williams being a little hampered lately, he's probably going to be – I haven't even looked, but Jalen Guyton's probably down around 3,200. Um, he's a guy you can also throw in there if you're doing the stack and you need a really cheap guy. So that Charger stack is really, really appealing to me. I think it's a perfect week for what we talked about last week, but right, that quarterback, running back, receiver stack yep. here. You can yep. definitely go there. And I think a lot of people are going to be off Mike Williams, so – you know, you could balance out the Eckler uh, chalk there with, you know, a lot of people aren't going to play with Herbert and Mike Williams, right? So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a good spot, Joe. Cool, uh, Jimmy. Next, or Jimmy, or you, or you only have a low one, or do you want to? No, just, I have just like go a, for it. Yeah, so I have like a mid a mid range stack as well. Okay, why don't you go ahead um, on that? So yeah, my my mid range is going to be uh, Joey Burrow and nice. the uh, in Cincinnati Bengals. Um, 
the, the Browns are in real trouble. They're banged <laughs> up. Um, they're, they're the Cleveland Browns to start with. Um, they've got guys just actively quitting the team. And, and they have a whole bunch of people on defense hurt. Like, they're just dropping like flies. Odell was at home, to be fair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on top of that, Cincinnati. Why was he I, sent home? We're not even going to get into that because that guy. No. He's just one of those receivers that we're not even going to talk about. So we're just wasting everyone's time. But But, um, Cincinnati last week, right, going against the Jets, they lose. Their offense still did totally fine. Yeah. People are going to go off the Bengals this week because they lost to the Jets. But the Titans also lost to the Jets this year. I know the Jets can just randomly pull this stuff out of their ass. Cincinnati was definitely looking to the next week, and that's why they got you know pinched in the ass last week. So. I think they're going to kick Cleveland's ass this weekend. It's going to be yeah, one of my playing, favorite. It's going to be one of my favorite spread bets this week. Everything. They're playing at home. Yeah. Right. Um, division game. Division big game. game. A big they're, division. They're, like game. you said, I think I think this is could be one of those like weird wild games where like the Bengals win like 48-35. Yeah. Right. No doubt. Like, I, I, their defense isn't great either, and that's why I like the stack a lot too. You're at home, you know that they're gonna have to score. You know, it's another one of those teams where you can add mixing into the stack if you don't want to double stack the wide receivers. I do like some of the options on the run back um for the Browns, right? Because now that if Odell's gonna be out of there, that it's just it's such a concentrated situation. But you don't have to play somebody on the Browns if you don't want to, yeah. right. So for the mid-range, I think that they're my favorite stack. The, the talent that the offense has in Cincinnati is tremendously higher overall than like a Philadelphia, right? I know yeah. that it's that's an attractive price point, but right at the same price point, the stack kind of overall, Philadelphia is a little bit cheaper, right? But Joey B is a guy that I'm just going to keep rolling with because we talked about it in week one. He's a guy that, they're not afraid to just let him chuck the ball 45 to 50 times, right? It, they're just going to do it. So that's my mid-range stack. I love Chase with him. Still not playing Uzoma. That's that's just not for me. There's other places at tight end I'd much rather go. Um, but Chase, Higgins, Boyd, uh, I, I think Higgins is going to have a good game. Boyd, Boyd only had that one real big catch last week, and, and he got there in, in points, but it's really Chase and then Higgins. Yeah. Um. With some mix and mixed in there, right? So I'm gonna have probably I'm gonna have one with with running back for sure. Just saw the Browns Browns do plan to release OBJ tomorrow Friday. Of course, they sent him home from practice. What a mess! Don't you love that? Don't you love the statement that he sent him home from practice, but he released a statement that he plans to play (laughs) someday. No, he said he wanted. He was prepared to practice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's like, and, that, and then he's like, yeah, I expect to play on Sunday, dude. And then people are coming out just like, no, what? this guy doesn't do anything. He just stands there and like bitches me as he the ball. Uh, no, I like that a lot. Jemai Burrow by stack list as well. Yeah, um, yep. I got one. Spot. I got one more stack for you guys. Uh, all right, I have one too. So go ahead and hit yours. Right, you it's a short. Do. It's a short stack. There's only two players you play in it, and it's Tyrod Taylor mm, and it's Brandon Cooks. You bastard. Tyrod Taylor, I mean, again, you don't want him to be your quarterback to lead you to a Super Bowl. But as we know in fantasy, that guy is going to go for it every single play. He does not turn it off. He's going to run. He's going to throw. There's going to be garbage in this game. I mean, it's Miami versus Houston. 
this game is going to be an absolute shit show in every way. And I think it's going to be in a positive direction for DFS. I don't want to play anyone else on Houston, but Tyrod Taylor and Brandon Cooks with the run back on Miami with some like Devontae Parker um, and Jacecki. I really, really like that. Or with our boy Waddle. So yeah, you know, that game, I'm going to, I'm going to have a little bit of that game, especially if I want to have my one-off receivers up high. I'm, I'm right there with you. He's my little pay down dude. Uh, um, the only other guy that we didn't touch on that I do have in here, I think he's number four kind of in the stack list returning is uh, Dak and the Cowboys. Uh, as much as I hate that organization more than just about anything, uh, you can't deny that they're just one of the best teams in the league, right? Especially their offense. Uh, Dak's, Dak's legit. There's no more like denying it or hiding it. He's an elite quarterback, uh, at least in the regular season, right? Uh, but he makes that engine go. Their weapons are undeniable. Like, yeah, I, I'm in on Dak. And I do love the fact that they're at home. Um Again, you have a pretty clear, you know, path as far as where you're going to stack there uh, with the receivers. Sure. Um, and I love the fact that they're playing Denver, who, you know, we all played football. Like when you wave the white flag and trade your your franchise leader, Von Miller, this week, like that. Oh, and you're, and, you're, and, you're, and you're four and four. That pretty much waves the white flag. That's like <laughs> yeah. Fangio's gone. Like what, you know, so I could see this being just a huge letdown for the, the Broncos team here. Um so they're not there special any... anyways, but yeah. Now I have a guy here. I really, I'm going to be playing so much of him this week and it's so obvious why, but is there any like one-off receivers that you guys are looking at? No, there's, there's a stack that I am going okay. to play that. I don't know. A lot of people are Danny dimes, Danny, mm. Danny dimes. Who's even playing receiver for him this week? First off. Well, Tony will be in. He, okay. he, he finished that game. Galladay could play. He's he's trending towards active, so that's that's great news. I mean, at fifty six hundred, look, we all know the terrible situation that happened with the Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. The Raiders are now flying east, yeah, to play an early game, which traditionally they do not do well in. Now, the, the only, only team that they positive play... is that they're coming off a of bye week. It's literally the only positive with the situation that yeah. traveling back east. Yeah, but still, it's it's a body clock thing. And the Gruden thing is one thing to have one of your teammates, you know, basically his Kill life somebody. has just been his change so dramatically. I mean, you, you saw how, you know, Derek, Derek Hart's press conference, like the Raiders are just going to be kind of a mess, right? It or, just sucks. I think it just, it's a terrible situation. And, yeah. and you've got a psychopath in Joe Judge who, you know, wants to win so badly and is i think kind of trending toward like the hot seat um, Dude, he's got to be the least desirable coach to play for in the league, right? 100 right <laughs> and so the the, the mar but the and the maras are smart people they don't fuck around right yeah so they'll they'll see this and you know for how cheap he is and how much he just takes off and runs combined with some receivers that i really like in tony and galladay yeah. It's a super cheap stack, and it's got great run back options with the Raiders. You can yeah. run it back with Waller. You can run it back with Jacobs if you want to add a running back there because I think the Raiders are just going to try and well, run the ball as much as I'm gonna, possible. And I'm going to piggyback right off of that into my one-off guy, and it's Hunter Renfro. There you the go. guy's getting the targets anyways, right? Yeah, perfect transition. Now, and then there's a then there's a random guy that the Raiders are bringing up off their practice squad, which they love. He's a rookie, and it's Stoner, Dylan Stoner. And again, oh, these no. are one of those guys. He's 3K. 
Dude, Carr's going to throw for 300 to 350 yards. He does it almost every week. I can't play stoner. No, I know. I what I'm it. saying is okay. if you're going to go down for that 3K guy, right, just not, this guy's going to get guy. his snaps. And the Raiders coaches are raving about him right now. I'm not going to play Zay Jones, right? But if I'm going to take a flyer on this guy stoner that replaces Ruggs and gets his opportunity, I'm going to take a shot. But, Stone Jim, you're guys. right. You're right. This Raiders team, um, I, I do feel like they might have an emotional win in the positive direction. They're playing really well. I feel like they're co- if Gruden was still at the helm, I think it would be very negative right now. The fact Speed. that it's Bisecchi running the helm, I feel like this is actually going to get back on track pretty quick. Carr has the keys to the car, um, and he is running the show oh. there. It looks like he's got his shit under control as well. So, And the Raiders' defense have been playing really well. So, honestly, Jim, I don't like the Giants on that side. I don't like Danny Dimes. He fumbles too much. And the Raiders' pass rush has been the top of the league. And I know I, I know you guys still don't want to believe it, and I almost can't believe it either. It's like a dream, but it's real. And they're one of the top defenses. Matt Crosby is trending towards one of the best uh, pass rushers in football. So, I don't know. I don't like the Giants on that side, but I do like some Raider playbacks. All right. All right. All right. Any uh, other one-off guys you're thinking about for a wide I mean, receiver? Yeah, uh, up top for me, like I mean, he's starting to get up there in price, but you can't deny his the the amount he is getting in targets is Debo Samuel at this point. Uh, my only fear with him, and I'm knocking on wood, it doesn't happen. But being a realistic Niners fan, there's going to be a week when he goes out with an injury. Here, he's banged up beyond all belief. He strained his calf. He's missing practices, yep. and I just know it's going to be the one week I play him across the board at eight, you know, 7,800, but dude, he's having an unbelievable season. Um, so if you have the money, he's just a pivot play off of someone, you know, that's going to be chalky up top if you want to look that way. So yeah, he's, he's, starting, to to that, to he's starting to deal with that soft tissue bullshit. He always deals with, which always bugs me, but you know, yeah, and he, he, he plays hard too. I mean, he just, he'll, he'll barrel into guys, try to run guys over. Like he's just, you know, I know everyone's one play away, but he's really plays on thin ice, but yeah. he's elite. Yeah. So, if, again, if you're trying to buck the field and get away from Devontae or Tyreek Hill, um, you know, he's not, not a bad Yeah, and the questionable tag is going to help the ownership for sure. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Jim, where are you at? Um, I mean, I, I think that Devontae is a guy that if you're playing one-offs and if I'm going to play the Chiefs stack, I think he's a great option to play this week. Because uh, no do one's going to want to play him. But do you really think he is? I mean, we don't even know. Jordan Love could be ab- like Nate Peterman. You know, I think Jordan Love's going to be just fine against a Kansas City defense that's right. not good. I hope if it was yeah, a different defense, Vinny. Because look, here's here's my thinking on that. Number one, my thinking is that I'm playing the Kansas City stack, and they're going to have to run the shit out, of, or they're going to have to throw the ball quite a bit. They're not going to be able to run the ball. Yeah. Right. They're going to have to throw the ball. That offense is already so consolidated. It's either him or Aaron Jones, right? And I think a lot of people this week are going to choose the Aaron Jones route because I think they're going to be checking it down a lot, which I think is fine. And and I don't necessarily disagree with, but if we're just talking about a one-off guy, like they're not going to change the offense, right? They're just going to, if anything, they're going to just throw more to Devontae. Like he might get like yeah. 15, 16 targets this week. So right. I think it's a really nice way, especially in a larger tournament, to kind yeah. of just get a little bit different. And and if you're going to play a chief stack, there, I think there's a lot of value out there this week. I think he's a guy that you could plug in there. That that would be my one one-off up top. Okay. 
All yeah, right. and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go down a little bit for a one off, and I know we talked about this stack a little bit, but Adam Thielen, he's getting healthy and he's starting to put up numbers and get those targets. And what I think is happening is teams are starting to put their number one corner and bracketing on Justin Jefferson and trying to limit him as much yes. as possible. And Adam Thielen is now benefiting and getting those one on one matchups. And the reality is Baltimore has one really good corner and he's going to be locked on Justin Jefferson all day long. I think if there's a receiver to play on that Minnesota team, it's going to be Adam Thielen. I think he put up 32 points before the bye week and then 17 the week after. Um, so I think he's on pace for another big game at Baltimore. Yeah, yeah I like I'm that. Sure. I'm right there with you, actually. I don't even have Jefferson in my player pool this week, but Thielen, I absolutely do. Yeah, you can just kind of see the trending of how defenses are playing the Vikings, right, and how to shut down Kirk. And it's like, yeah, shut down his number one guy and make him go through his progressions. And you're probably going to slow him down a little bit. He's not going to yeah. throw for 300, three, you know, 350 plus. So, And, and then in, in the kind of the mid-tier slash low range, the one guy that I think people are sleeping on or that I haven't heard a ton about, uh, but also that we haven't talked about as part of stacks is like a one-off that I'll have quite a bit of is Christian Kirk for Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ one. Green is out this week. Uh, you know, I, I people may flock to Rondale more, but Kirk is like an absolute staple in this offense. He becomes yeah. the clear number two uh, here, and the Niners can't cover anybody. So, um, get, I'll take Christian Kirk at fifty three hundred all all game. Is is that a caveat to if Kyler plays? <laughs> yeah, that's a good okay. point. Uh, I would love if Kyler plays. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm rolling because I'm with you on Kirk, but I don't know if I'm rolling him out there if the Blaine train is back there. Yeah, fucking it up. I think Kyler's going to play, and I don't think we're going to see him running around and everything. But no. if he's in, I'll I'll take the arm. You know, okay, and I'll take. Yeah, that's fair. My yeah. my my one mid tier guy, um, Joe. You mentioned him in a stack, but I, I'm not playing Tyrod Taylor. Um, <laughs> I. I I, I've held true to my word. I've played Brandon Cooks every single week, and I'm just oh, going yeah, to continue great. to. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I get that, I get that he's on the Texans, right? And I get that he, his team sucks, but he constantly <laughs> produces more than some of these guys that are up there. I mean, he's having better seasons than, uh, you know, Mike William had a good start, but you know, since then. I don't know. You know, he's a thousand dollars less than Mike Williams. Like, give me a break. Like he's, he's the easiest guy. He fits in any lineup. He fits in multiple builds. Um, he's a guy that I, I'm very, very high on. Um, yeah. And then in the, in that other range, I mean, I think the guy in my, in my run back for Cincinnati is going to be Jarvis Landry. Um, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. He's just the easy one, right? Like he's, if he, if he's acting, active which i think he should be um they're they're going to have to throw the ball baker's other shoulder is falling apart he can't he won't be able to throw the ball down the field too much like it's just jarvis landry on slants and crossers and all that's all day long right and at 5100 i mean it's an easy run back to my bengal stacks boom all right. If there's no Makes other sense. receivers, let's uh, move on to whoa, running backs. Whoa, 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 whoa! What about some like said, deep punts? Yeah. Okay. All right. Who, okay. who do you got as your uh, punts it up? Let's say sub forty five hundred, Jim. Oh yeah. Well, he went down a hundred dollars in price this past week. So I know you want to play Debo, but I'll yeah. just play Ayuk again at forty one hundred. Yeah. Um, he didn't. He didn't outplay my uh, bold call of the week. Um, of 17 points, but he got almost 11. 
And yeah. at $4,000, like, that's fine. And if one of these games, like you said, Vinny, it's going to happen at some point. Debo's going to get hurt. That I mean, that's it. I mean, Kittle's coming back this week. Great. Um, but Ayuk is, is a guy that I'm just going to continually keep playing. They, they're, can, they're using him more and more now, which is good. They should. He's the, well, best, he's the best athlete on the, on the offense. Um, and, and following just all the Niner beat writers, just being a fan, like they were singing his praises all week. And it even yeah. came out today that he spoke, Kyle Shanahan spoke, they like mended their differences and blah, blah, blah. And they've been sharing, you know, highlights from last game. So it's like something changed, you know, and, and it's yeah. obviously they're trying to now pump him up versus whatever was going on before. So yeah, he at 4,100, he's a, Awesome it's stupid. Um, and then I have one more guy, a guy that we played a couple weeks ago that did really, really well for us. 3,600 KJ Osborne. I'll be going right back to him. Um, I think he fits well in the Baltimore stacks, obviously, that I'm interested in. Um, I think there's a lot of merit to what Joey's saying, um, where teams are now – you know, you're not playing a bad team in the Ravens, right? They have smart coaches. It's a smart coaching staff. They're not going to let Justin Jefferson beat them, right? If KJ Osborne goes crazy and beats them, that, you know, fuck it. That, so be it, right? They'll, they'll let him do that. But a guy with a, with a base projection of 9 to 10 points and a ceiling of like 17 to 19 points for 3,600 bucks, I mean, that, that's a slate breaker right there. And, I mean, he's, no one's going to play him. So that's going to be my guy. I think that's about as far down as I'll go. Like, I would much rather play him than than Stoner. So I I get what you're saying about Stoner, but. Oh, yeah, no, definitely you want to see what he's going to do, obviously. but Sounds like you've been hitting the pipe a little too much. Like always. The only guy that I have that you didn't mention between those two uh, is another pay down. I mentioned him earlier in my Baltimore stack, but Rashad Bateman at 4K. Uh, He's just Mm. – He's played two weeks in that offense. He's very much a part of it. Sammy Watkins is out, and he's the guy that's next to Hollywood and Andrews there. So 4K, he's probably going to see six to ten targets on Sunday. Like, yeah. 4K, but you should definitely have a piece of him. So. Yeah, I like that. All right. All moving right, just, on the running backs. You said you have two, so why don't you just give us your two running backs that you like, yeah. and then we'll and pick then around. We'll, then we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> All right. Well, Aaron Jones, for okay. obvious reasons that we talked about earlier, I feel like yes. he's just going to get this this massive volume, and then Josh Jacobs, because I feel like the way that the Raiders are going to win this week, like you were saying, is going to be on the ground. Um, two good calls. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to play 80% Raiders passing <laughs> game this week. You know what I mean? But yeah, Josh Jacobs in, you know, easy two touchdown type type of week this week, you know, I think he's an easy floor of 20 points type of guy at 6,200. And his ownership is down towards the middle. So Josh Jacobs is easy. And the other guy, third guy I was thinking about is Zach Moss mm. for the Bills. All right. Just because that game should be a fucking ass kicking. So, What's his price? 5,300. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and Singletary's okay. kind of like falling out of the wayside. Zach Moss has taken over there. So yeah. I do like that on my low. But those are my three backs I'm, I'm thinking about. Everyone else I want you guys to talk me into. So you guys go ahead and start that up. Go get it, Jim. Up top, where are you going? I mean, if he's going to be active and he's going to play, I'm going to play a shitload of them, and it's Christian McCaffrey. You know, oh, yeah. it, they, they're, they're not going to bring him back and activate him now after putting him on IR if he's not healthy. Yeah. And – 
you know, Chuba has been fine. He's had some fumbling issues. Um, they're a team that's trying to win, right? They have an owner that paid, you know, you know, $2.4 billion cash for the team a few years ago. Guy, he's not interested in in you know tanking and trying to get a high draft pick. No, they're making positive. Trading. They're making positive trades, right? They're, they're trying to win. Um, I actually think that they're that it's a that's a good spread pick as well this week. New England has not covered a whole bunch. They're getting McCaffrey back. He changes the dynamic of that whole team, right? Because yep. if you do get a good pass rush going, which New England is, eh, it's okay. Matt Judon's been pretty good, but. You know, those are just easy dump offs for Sam. And yep. all day long, he's back down to, you know, not the most expensive running back. He's a guy that can score 40 points easily um, just because of what he does in the receiving game. So if he's going to play, he's probably going to be my, one of my highest stone players of the week. Yep. No yeah, doubt about it. Who do you I mean, got he, up top, Vin? He's the best fantasy running back in the league. So let's not yeah, forget I mean, that. And I'm with you. They're not going to put him out there. He's already missed three, four games. What's another if he's not 100%? So right. if he's yeah. playing, he's going. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, we talked about Eckler already. He's in, a, in an awesome spot, but I'm a little – he's starting to get a little bit chalky up there, which I'm not too worried about because I'm probably going to stack him um, with somebody else from San or L.A. if I'm going to do it. But mm-hmm. one guy up top that I'm, I have a little bit of interest in that's going to be different than hopefully the Aaron Jones and Eckler's chalk is Dalvin Cook. Uh, for the reasons that we talked about with Baltimore, I think their preference is going to be definitely to not get beat by Jefferson over the top. Yeah, that's um, a good point. And we've seen Cook obviously have massive games, right? I mean, two weeks ago he put up 25. Yeah. Um, he's had a few duds recently, right? But um, if that offense is going and they're going to keep up, like he's got to be involved, right? Yeah. So. Um, Baltimore, I think they have the 24th ranked rush defense, like nothing special. Um, I think this could be one of those games that cook alone kind of keeps him in it. So I'll, I'll avoid the chalk for sure. If Eckler or Aaron Jones gets too chalky. There. Yeah, we've been, we've been waiting for that Dalvin three touchdown, 200 yard game that, you know, he gets about two a year. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it hasn't happened yet. So yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's getting healthy. He's been at every practice for two weeks in a row. Right. Dalvin's yeah. usually pretty banged up. So yeah, he's, he's ready for a breakout for sure. So, um, Below that, Jim, in the mid, who are you kind of eyeing? Um, if we're going down a little bit. Like, let's say sixes. Uh, I like a guy quite a bit that's just under the sixes. You can hit him. Um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, he's close, but it's Miles Gaskin. Um, he's a guy who's just getting all of the running back volume in Miami. They're playing Houston. Um, he's 5,800. I don't think that Miami is going to run away with this game, especially like Joey said, if Tyrod Taylor's playing um, Houston can weirdly score some points. Right. Um, and Miami's defense sucks. So yeah. I think he's going to be fairly involved in the passing game. Um, I really like that upside for him at 5,800. Um, yeah. I think he's a guy that I'm going to be pretty highly exposed to because I think he should probably be about four or $500 more just because of the passing game upside that he presents. Um, but you know, didn't really happen last week, but I'll just, I'll go right back to him. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. He burned me a little bit last week. And I think I just have to come to terms with like the dolphins are a tire fire. And so 
They are. You're just going to get burned by bad offenses here and there. But I agree with the with the spot for sure. Um, I mean, at that price range, I'm going to be very close to 80 to 90 percent Eli Mitchell uh, at 5800. He's just he's made for the Kyle Shanahan running offense. Yeah. And what we're always worried about with his offense is the rotation. And that's not happening. He is the guy there and There's he is no rotation. <laughs> he is running back one all the way. Um, some of the clips this week, like he he's just he hits these tight little holes in the zone running game and he's just born for it. And I and I love the fact that Trent Williams is finally practicing, so he's getting healthier. And you get probably their best run blocker in, the, in on the team and George Kittle back this week. So um, I, I'm going to be almost all in on Eli Mitchell. This yeah, week. and J.J. Watt was probably one of their best run defenders. You got Chandler Jones. He's not known for his run defense. He's actually one of the worst run defenders in the league, one of the best pass rushers. The Cardinals definitely, I feel like their defense is going to slip at some point. Yeah. They've been playing way over their head this season, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, and at that at that price, you're getting running back one for the Niners, you know. And what they yeah. want to do is run the ball. Like, I'm gonna take that all day long. So, yeah. Um, what about the mid? Is there anyone that you missed? I, I've I'm with I mean, you, with, Jacobs, Joe. I like him. Yeah, quite we, t- a bit. we talked about we talked about Jacobs. I think in the mid there, he's really the only guy. I mean, Mixon at 7100 is on like the higher end. You know, he's he's kind of up there. It, is it Cordell week? No, that was last week. Dude, the Saints are I think every defense. I think every week's Cordell week. I mean, they he they just keep giving him the ball. Dude, it's um, unbelievable. And, His stat yeah. line is truly incredible. It's like, wild. Like I, if you got DraftKings points for like you know, kick returns and like all the other shit that he does, dude. He would be scoring like 25 so, points a week. Here's his last five games, 18, 14, 18, 34, 16. And his price the last three weeks has not changed. I know. I've been playing him weekly. So, you guys think I'm crazy. And you know, after, no, no, after, I've played him the last two weeks in a row. He's been very good. And I'm telling <laughs> after, you, no one's going to play him versus the Saints. Nobody. Yeah, yeah that's actually – But that's fine, Joe. He can catch like No, I know. Passes. That's what I mean, though. That's why the ownership's going to go off. That's why it's a good play. Yeah, I, so I'm saying that three hundred, like he could very easily get you 12, 15 points. Like, yeah, I like, I like that. I, I mean, like it's different. That. The Saints are good, but they did lose Jameis. The I don't Saints know are why. all right. I mean, their like, defense is good. Not, their man, defense. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, pretty mean, much it. I think really. I mean, the only other guy that had chalked up here, you know, and I got to do a little bit more digging is Nick Chubb because you said I think that Cincy game can get kind of weird. Um, I don't know. The offense rolls better without uh, OBJ. So who knows, man? Like you said, it's a weird game. Like we saw it with the Charger game, right? Like that was a shootout. And it was like him and Kareem Hunt that did all the scoring for Cleveland. Like it wasn't. So the only the only thing that scares me in this week, if the game flow is going to go the way that we are thinking, if Cincinnati is going to take it to him, Nick Chubb has zero involvement in the pass game. Yeah. Even when Cream hunts out, apparently he is not involved in the pass game. They will no, not throw him the ball. Not. Like yeah, last week, he had so 16 nice. carries. Like, yeah. with, like with well, Cream hunt out, he had 16 carries and like in one reception. Like, so here's the other. Here's the other thing too is is he's just not a very good pass blocker, and yeah. like with Baker's separated non-throwing shoulder, they they can't have him in there as a liability to to fucking whiff on somebody. Right. You, you have any interest in Zeke? Then at that price range, he's at seven k. 
I don't know what to do with Zeke. I know, man. I mean, that I, offense I, can I, go so many different ways. Yeah, there's just so many different things that they could do. I mean, I think that they're going to kick the living shit out of Denver, and that I don't know. I think if I'm going to play a running back on Dallas, I might rather play Tony Pollard. Yeah, I mean, sure, and, I, and I'm with you. I think at that range right there, I mean, Mixon at 71, you may as well just play him probably over Zeke or, or, or like or like we just talked about, save 700 bucks and go play, you know. Cordell. Patterson or save 800 and go play Jacobs. Totally. Right? And Mitchell or Mitchell. Yeah. yeah or, or go. Or, I, shit, I mean, I know Carolina's got a good rush, uh, rush defense, but I mean, same reason for the Niners. We're always off Patriots running backs because of the rotation. It's the Damian Harris show there. Like no doubt about it at this point, like he's getting 90% of the carries. Like I'll play him at six K over Zeke or, yeah, there's just other guys Which, uh, personally I would rather play. I'm saying, but yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna play that guy at seven K, you may as well just drop down and save a thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. I've just been I've been really um I've been really on the Panthers defense the last couple of weeks. They're getting healthy, they're getting better, they're improving on top of them already being good. Um yeah, that that's fine. So but again, that's why I don't at, like it. The Panthers are explosive by any means. Carolina can be a good defense and still give up a hundred yards on the ground and a touchdown. You know what I mean? And still win this game hand handedly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, no, I, I think know. the I think a Damian Williams is a fine cash game play. But yeah, for that's... what I'm I'm personally looking for, if especially if I'm spending over six thousand dollars or more, yeah, I, I I want like twenty five to like twenty eight point upside. I hear you, and I just don't think that Damian. I think he's Probably a very safe week. player. Yeah, um, he has a very safe floor, kind of like what you're mentioning, because they're not going to let Mac Jones throw the ball fifty times. Um, yeah, this is not going to happen. Uh, so. You know, I think there's merits to it for sure. It's just one that just not for me this week. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's pretty much all I got, to be honest with yeah. you. I'm, I, I think Mitchell is probably the cheapest I'm going to go. And it's just because I don't really need to go dumpster diving this week, you know, at the running back position. No. But do you oh. have anyone down? I mean, the only guy that I have a little interest in is uh, – actually, no, I don't have interest in him. Jim, do you have I've, anyone down low? I've got Chase talk about – yeah, go I've ahead. got Chase Edmonds at 5,300. Um, you know, Connor yeah. is Connor. You know, we all hate Connor. It's, it's, it is what it is. He's just so, Chase Edmonds just so consistent with the amount of points that he's getting. He's always involved in the passing game, right? Um, again, I, I think that that his, his involvement is probably a better cash game play. But yeah. again, but it's not $6,000, it's 5,300, right? So, down there, like you said, I don't really want to be venturing down here. I think Zach Moss, like Joey mentioned, is yeah. interesting for sure against fucking Jacksonville. I, just, I feel like terrible. Zach Moss, even without the matchup, you look at his like numbers and he's getting about, he's averaging about 10 carries a game. Yeah. But he's also averaging about like four to five targets a game, and they're all screen plays that he gets like 20, 30 yard chunks on. Yeah. So scoring, he, has, well, he has four well. touchdowns. Yeah, he's four touchdowns in six and six games. Against a bad team that they just, obviously throw to him and not Singletary. I'm waiting for Moss to get this same volume, but he puts two in the end zone because it's going to yeah. happen. The volume yeah. is there. I know he hasn't been putting in the end zone, but he will. Yeah, he it, you're, will. you're just playing with fire down here, you know, and I don't think you really oh, – always. You go down to the low to 5Ks, it, I mean, this is usually where you go when somebody gets injured and you want to play someone. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. – uh, I'm, I'm pretty good there. I'm, I'm covered. All right. We're ready to move on the tight ends. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm really upset that I can't play Pat Fryer this week. Dude. 
Me too. That's okay. Really the other bad. the other guy who's emerged is on the slate. So like Irv, Irv Smith, Irv Smith like died, and then Pat Frymuth. He was rose from the replaced him. Like the yes. wonderful Phoenix that he is. It's okay. <laughs> I, I I have an honorable mention uh, inaugury like player that we could play this week. There. Okay. So, well, up, going up top, Vinny, you haven't really kicked one off. So who's your who's your top uh, who's your top tight end this week? Yeah, I think he's just going to have to be super involved this week, and that's Darren Waller at 6,200. Raiders don't have a choice, uh, obviously, um, losing one of their top pass catchers. Like, if they're going to win this game, he's going to have to have a good game. Like, I don't, I don't think they win this game without Waller. Honestly. Well, and the reality is the Giants linebackers are awful. They're and- so bad. And Jabril Peppers, I, so I really bad. like Jabril Peppers. I like he's just one of those kind of player football players. He's a he's a football player. Yeah. But again, he's like five nine. He's going to be trying to cover Darren Waller. It's just not going to work. No, it's not. It's not a good recipe. No, yeah. it's just not going to work there. Yeah, I think Darren Waller. I mean, he's been playing pretty slow this year. Um, yeah, he he's due to have a big big game. He is. Um, and I'm probably going to avoid. I'm not going to say avoid Travis Kelsey, but. Um, I just think you can get the same upside with someone like Waller this week, honestly, because of the target share specifically. But what is he, 6,200? I mean, yeah, he's you can get the receivers at 6,200. Darren Waller, I mean, he has way more upside than those guys, so I yes. feel like that's yeah. a really easy play, <laughs> totally. Yeah, so um, that's one, of the tight ends, top, but... one of the tight ends I want to talk about, and this is a reason of injury, but it is Albert Okwugbu Nam. <laughs> he is the backup tight end for the Denver Broncos. We just call him Albert O. Albert O. Albert O. Okay. There you go. So <laughs> he's the backup tight end for the Broncos. Noah Fant's on the COVID list. Now, Noah Fant might be eligible on Sunday, but we have to wait all the way until probably Saturday night or Sunday morning to find that out. No, so he's this out. dude. He's, he's out already. Okay. So they, they ruled him this out. dude, Albert O, even with Noah Fant in the game last week, got three catches for 34 yards, and the announcers couldn't <laughs> stop talking about him as if he's been the guy all along. And I'm like, wait, who the hell is this guy? He's yeah. this massive human being. He's the guy that every time I play hands. Noah Fant, he catches a touchdown instead of Noah Totally. Yeah. And he's like, now Noah Fant's out. You know, I know Dallas's defense is good. Bridgewater's not that great. And the tight end's going to be his best friend at 2,700. Albert O, baby. All right. Okay, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we just skipped everybody in between there. Seriously, dude. It's like I five, had to get my like Albert six, O in there, man. It's like six tight ends I like this week. And you I go to the guy to get and my Albert O in there. All right. Um, while he's this cheap, uh, if he's active and he's healthy, uh, I'll be playing some George Kittle. Yeah. 50, at $5,200, like, I, you know, I – Think that I think that the it's the same reason why I have interest to play Ayuk, right? I think yeah. the Niners realize that they've just been riding riding Debo like Seattle slew, and they, they just can't <laughs> do that. He's just not the, his body's just not built for that for the full year, right? He's been incredible so realized. far, yeah. right? But Kittle coming off of you know being hurt, just as fresh as you could possibly be halfway through the season against a banged up Arizona defense that he torches regularly year after year Um, for 5,200. He's a guy at 5,200 that I think that outside of Waller is the only other tight end that can eclipse a Travis Kelsey ceiling. 
Yeah. Because Kittle could have George, one of those games where it's and just George like, Kittle, he's hungry. He's you can argue he's one of the hungriest players in the oh NFL week to week. Yes. And now he's been missing week after week after week, just chomping he, at the bit to just go absolutely berserk yeah. this week. I can and see like, Kittle. Just like getting his helmet ripped off on the Ted yard line and still running yeah, in a touchdown and trucking. He's, he's going to go for it, man. He's 100% like the emotional leader of that offense and probably the team. So the team, him coming yeah. back, I think, is going to just put some juice in that offense. Yeah, so 5,200, um, he's the only really guy that I, I'm, I'm targeting for tight end like outside of stacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I can't believe, Joey, you're going away from your guy, Tommy Tremble. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, cool. You still left my you still left my guy. Not not Tremble. That's Joe's guy. What are you doing, Joe? That's, like Albert O, man. That's I Joey's mean, other bad tight end. Uh, Albert O uh, is absolutely the punt this week. He's gonna he be like be. 10% owned, which is the problem. Um yeah. yeah. A 10% owned Albert O. I mean, I don't know. I think I think that game could turn into the game like tonight where Dallas just gets up big and then, and you know, the Denver guys get all these, this garbage time and they, and they do, do end up getting there. Right. But yeah, I mean, if, I, we're, if we're going down that far, like, I, I don't know. I, I just, don't the only reason, the only reason I don't like Trimble honestly is just because if McCaffrey's back, I feel like it just yeah, takes no, away I'm, so I'm, much I'm, red zone I'm, opportunity, which is where Trimble's going to get any of his upside. So yeah, I'm, the, I'm, the I'm the only, your balls about the, about the other guy oh, that okay. I, I'm nominating for our, uh, Friar Muth award of the week is, uh, I don't know what his chalk's going to be like. I haven't really looked at the position, but I don't know how Dan Arnold's not being talked about here at 34. Because well, he went so high owned last week. He's like the main. Away from it. He's like the main guy in the offense. Him, now and, him and Spiro Agnew. They're going to be missing Robinson. Like they'll probably lose the Bills by like 40 points on Sunday. Like he's going to probably get 10, 12 targets at least. You know, he got yeah. 10 versus Seattle, eight catches last week, put up 14 points. Like, dude, yeah, 3,400. The offense runs through him and uh, Agnew. Yeah, the offense starts and stops with Dan Arnold. So, um, <laughs> all right, let's go defense. Uh, give me, give me just like your favorite defense, and then your pay down guy. I think like, my favorite defense is the Cowboys. I hate saying that, but Denver is just so unexplosive at this point. Like you can see, Denver has like all this talent, and you're mm-hmm. like you expecting them to do all these things, and they just never do it for whatever reason yeah dallas cowboys have proven that they're gonna put the pressure on every single play they're gonna give up a big play every once in a while but they're gonna go for it and they're almost every play to get that turnover and they're totally fine with it dan quinn's running the ship there on defense and he's looking very similar when he was running the ship in seattle yeah um when he was the d coordinator there so i feel like that's a kind of an easy pick this week cowboys at 3300 we're not going too expensive i kind of like staying in that mid-range these days with my defense yeah. Um, like I think the Panthers got me like what 14 points last week, and there were 3,100. I mean, it was a great call. Um, so I don't like to dumpster dive too much anymore because it's like the obvious teams down there. It's like what they're gonna just get roasted. So yeah, yeah. Um, Where are you going? Yeah, man. I I like the Panthers again. You know, and I I said this even with the Damian Harris thing. Like he can get his, and the Panthers can still very much do good at 2,600. Like you could do a lot worse than them. Um, yeah. and so I know the Patriots don't really cough up the ball a lot and make a lot of mistakes. That's like Mac Jones's MO, but at 2,600, they could still get a few sacks. They could pick one off, you know, um, I just, it's a very fair price for Carolina, I think. So, Oh, 
Jim's gone. Um, down low, I think one team that you could roll out there, and it's just a total flyer. I don't know how chalky they'll be, but I think you could play some Chiefs, man. I said this earlier. I think Jordan Love's probably not any good. You know, like he was the third string guy last year, not mm-hmm. the second. He was the third string guy. Like th- who? This kid could be completely not ready. You know, and I don't know. I mean, they still have guys like, you know, Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew. Mm. They could pick him off twice. I don't love it. But again, for 2300 if you have to do it. As long I'm, as long as the Chiefs keep running out Daniel Sorensen as their starting safety, I will not play them. <laughs> yeah, he's not good. But man. I've been watching it for like three years now. The guy just gets burned. It's actually pretty time. stunning how bad the Chiefs defense is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, you know, I mean, that last week against the Giants, they put up six points. Again, at 2,300, that's freaking 3X almost. Yeah. Like, who cares? That's a pay down six points, move on, you know, and save the price. So Yeah, and um, then I, I like I like the Raiders this week. I know Jimmy was on the Giants offense, and honestly, I, it honestly baffles me. It goes against everything. Yeah. Chris Bradley is running the show there on defense, and it's going phenomenal. Their yeah. corner's been banged up, and they're still playing well. Max Crosby is one of the best pass rushers in the league. Yannick Ngakwe is playing like he should be playing. Yeah, Their interior D linemen are playing well. I mean, their defense is just lighting up, and the Giants are not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're injured. No, fuck that. They are not good. Like, sure. they really are not good. Um, And then if Kyler Murray goes out and he doesn't play this week, I will have a lot of Niners going against uh, Blaine Gabbert. I, then the Niners just tackle really well. They're not a, they're not too, they're not very flawed, right? I know their coverage can be a little bit susceptible, but that's why if yeah. Kyler doesn't play, then sure. if Kyler doesn't play, fire him up for yeah. sure because you're going to get a Colt McCoy guy, uh, you know, player who's been in the league for about 20 years and started about six games in those 20 years. You yeah, know, there's so, a reason. Uh, I'm with you on that. Any uh, bold calls of the week since Jim had to pop off? I think here. Bold calls. Um, I think the only one is going back to the Jaguars. We're talking about it. It's Agnew. Whoa. I don't know. But where did this guy come from? He's wearing number 39. Like, he I, didn't even play no the idea. first four weeks, and all of a sudden he's getting, like, 10 targets a game. Like, because all the other receivers are just dropping every ball that Trevor Lawrence throws. And apparently he only trusts Dan Arnold and Agnew. His yep. price has gone up a little bit. I think he's, like, 4300 But, like, Agnew, I think, is a great, great call. Yeah. I, dude, my thing is though, like I just I don't mind it, but just be ready to like lose the money on it because like I can't trust anything Jacksonville does. Oh no, that's you know? why it's my bold call of the week. And yeah, I don't trust anything Jacksonville does either. But they're gonna get their ass beat this week, and I can see Agnew getting like ten catches in the third and fourth quarter. That mean nothing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, James yeah, Robinson's coming off an injury too. Like, dude, they're, they're not going to start going to Carlos Hyde. They're just going to start airing it out, and it's going to be a shit show. This game is teed up perfectly for, uh, for like you know, garbage points. You know, yep. like slinging it, and all of a sudden it's like the Jameis Winston of a couple of years ago, where it's yeah. like, dude, <laughs> just wait till the third quarter. We'll come alive. Like you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, defense comes out. Yeah, man, it's tough here, um, but. I'm with you. I think I think as far as bold call goes, I think Eli Mitchell finishes a top three running back this week. I, I, again, I'm just I'm watching these games. I'm trying not to be like overly biased or anything, but I think this is a week that, like you said, Kittle comes back, the juice well, look, and energy comes back into that Here's offense. the reality. You're, like, you're not biased because you know this team 
better than any other team. Like yeah. you have a very good pulse on the entire NFL, but like, like when Jimmy talks about the Raiders, right? His bias is very negative on the Raiders right. and it's going to be that way. But I watch the Raiders every single play they play. Yeah. So it's like I know them a lot better than Jimmy's going to at this point. Just like you're going to know the Niners a lot better than I know the Niners well, at this point. So. And the, the one thing that the Niners want to do is run the football. That is what they want to yeah. do. And they're going to play auction, play action off that, and they'll do it every time. I mean, we saw two years ago, their super, three years ago, their, their Super Bowl run. Like Garoppolo is throwing the ball like 15 times a game. Like yeah. that's what Kyle will do if he would if he can. And this kid Mitchell is something else, man. He, he is just perfect for the zone scheme as long as he can stay healthy. I know he's a little banged up with his shoulder. Like, the holes will be there Sunday. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the kid could have a, a monster game at 5,800. I was looking at ownership earlier, and he's right now at, like, less than 1%, which I was like, there may be a glitch. So yeah. if he is, I'll probably have 100% of them. So yeah. that's my call. And then my last one, and this will finish the show, and it's Boston Scott. And the only reason I'm throwing him <laughs> no. in here is because, dude, he's like 1% right now as well. Yeah. Like, All right. he's getting everything. And if the Chargers are showing one weakness, it's they can't stop the run. Yeah, that's true. And again, like Boston Scott's going to have one of those weeks where all of us are going to put our palm in our face and go, why Why did I not have him in I there? Sirianni. Sirianni. Yeah, like everyone wanted to play Gainwell, and then Gainwell didn't even play last week. It was the yeah. Boston Scott show, and it's going to be the Boston Scott show again. I think the Chargers light up Philadelphia this week. I think so, too, and that's why Boston Scott might be a great DFS play. Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. All right, all right guys. Make sure to uh, go on our website, DFSRedZone.com, for free content. All of our articles. There's college football picks on there. There's showdown picks on there. We got everything. Go to our Twitters. We got Vinny Levine 29, JJ McIntosh, and DFS Joey Levine. Make sure to like our video, follow us, subscribe, do all the stuff we need to do to blow up. Remember, we got free content for you guys, so we need this to blow up for everyone. Adver- this is You guys are our advertisement. Tell your friends. Um, so we can Also, if, if the content money. helps you guys win or anything, dude, ping us, please. Like, that thing gives yeah. us more. We're doing this, uh, obviously, for ourselves, you know, what we like to do and help us play better, but also for you guys. So if it helps you all, give us a five-star rating, give us a review, but also, like, tweet at us, send us something, just be like, hey, like, check out this screenshot of, you know, hopefully yeah, 100 grand. We really appreciate yeah. it. You know, we really love doing this. We are, we all work full time and we do this on the side full time as well. And we want to make this our 24 hour, you know, a day job. So yeah, the more, the more you guys blow us up, the easier that's going to happen. And we're going to put out more and more content. So good luck this week. You guys are going to kick ass just like us. Last thing, Jim texted me. He had to bail off. He's with the kids alone tonight. Uh, Houston Texans are his defense. So oh, God. Maybe don't let that happen. That's it. All right.